0: all right lads welcome to the first episode of the line and length podcast um i'm aiden i guess i guess i'll call myself the host um absolutely joined here by by kells the creator of of line and length it's good Um, to be with you aiden it's good to be here mate how are you going mate i'm going well i
1: am going well um big Bowl on monday
0: but going well (laughs) i'm still recovering it from it myself now um we kind of came up with this idea just to kind of help spread Line and Length and make it a little bit more accessible to those that might be outside of the group or are interested in joining Line and Length. Um, before we get into it, mate, what what sort of drove you to start Line and Length?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I guess the reason we are starting this, as you said, Aiden, is because with COVID and everything going on, we didn't get the chance to do it this year. And the best part about Line and Length and the thing that makes it unique and brings us together is the fact that we, we do all stand up there and share an experience or share the experience of our mental health. And um, yeah, because we, we can't do that, we thought we'd give one person each week a chance to do it on this platform. So here we go
0: first. It's a cool little way to kind of get it out there and have a conversation without necessarily being there in person.
1: That's right. That's exactly um, right.
0: So yeah, mate. What, uh, as I said, what, what was the sort of driving factor if you'd actually start line and length and get everyone together for what is an annual cricket game and a bit of a conversation starter?
1: Yeah, right. Um, well, I guess in 2016, um, I did my ACL and that triggered a heap of um, mental health issues for me, um, which previously had been undiagnosed. And then I guess just in the, in the media and stuff, You see, open up to your mates, talk to your friends and stuff like that. But I guess we weren't doing it. My network of friends, we weren't actually doing it. Like you hear, talk to your friends. Um, But I wanted to take the next step and um, not just for myself, but get everyone involved in talking about their mental health. So I decided, as a, am just someone that loves being around people and loves my mates and loves all my friends. So I thought, why not create an event where... We come together and just talk about the significance um, of mental health. And I didn't know it was going to get um, take off so far. I didn't know it was going to get so personal. Um, I just wanted to create our event where mental health becomes the topic, and it just has exploded.
0: Yeah. So, did you come up with the idea of the cricket game first, or was it more the you wanted to talk, have a reason to bring everyone together to talk about mental health?
1: Um, I wanted a reason to come together. Um, I, I guess you go back and like I love all my mates from uni like uni was the best time for us and when I got to uni in 09 like this is just a, a rough example like the rugby union club which I played for and the league club like hated each other like they were literally like blues every Saturday night Um, and then by the end of that five year tenure like we were all like best friends the league club and the union club and I loved that like I loved being a part of that cultural change where people come together um so this line of length like I wanted to bring all the different networks of people sort of from uni and friends outside of uni together um and it not be mungos versus mustards um not be what residence you live in I didn't want a competition I wanted us all to come together because like like by the end of uni I loved everyone equally whether like I didn't care what campus you lived on what sport
0: you played you know what I mean yeah uh, so, so the cricket game then, that was, yep. uh, you said it wasn't about the competition, but obviously there's a little element there. Um, and you've got the, the city versus sort of country thing. How did, how did that come about?
1: Mate, it was just the easiest way to divide everyone. Sort of the best thing about that um, university experience we, that we all sort of went through was it was half the kids were country boys and half were city kids. And that's what made the dynamic, I think, so special um, everyone so it was just the easiest way to do it it broke down that barrier of um league versus union so to speak so that's sort of how and cricket being our national sport um yeah that's sort of how it took off and we don't i don't really know any gun cricketers so no one can really excel too much (laughs) Uh, so that's a good point
0: an even playing field um and and sort of like you said um the cricket game is kind of secondary to what happens at the beginning of the event can you run us through um how you sort of came up with that
1: yeah sure so our first year we did this was in 2017 um and the the mental health aspect was just before the match we came together and we just discussed um discussed the importance of starting to be open about this like let's let's all come together now we're all out of of uni we've grown up a bit let's talk about why this is important um, and we sort of opened a platform does anyone want to share any experiences and then to their credit like I believe in the, in the first year I won't I won't go into specifics but it was Sam Ryan and James Lombardo both like really stepped up I think I remember Rossi spoke as well um, just about personal experiences that they've they've been through and then I sort of took a step back and I was just blown away with how incredibly brave I found that and I honestly think those boys sharing that experience before the first game of cricket in 2017 really set this platform to what it's become now and we, ju- we know collectively that this is just going to get bigger and bigger like we're on a pretty big thing here um, but yeah going back it's, it's those boys that really stepped it up in terms of how raw they were and how respectful like absolutely everybody was um i think initially our first game we had i think 30 of us and
0: it's yeah like i said it's just exploded i mean what well, this year was set to or at least the sort of boys in the facebook page dropped up to about 150 so that's five times the original amount that you sort of started with um and and credit to the boys like like uh sam ryan and, and lombie who sort of stepped up at the first sort of thing but i mean you were the one that would have had to have led the way are you comfortable with sort of sharing your story here
1: yeah absolutely I'm um, absolutely so in that that first instance in 2017 I um, spoke about the topic and stuff but I didn't open up about my experience um, per se but then in 2018 when we were in Robertson I, I then spoke about mine and my personal experience so yeah absolutely happy to do that and if it just if it helps someone um, if someone can relate to something that I say um, then this has been
0: beneficial. That's it, mate. Like the whole, the whole idea of this is if you can at least help one person, then you've done a pretty awesome thing. Yeah, it's pretty and, cool and to think getting about. getting that conversation started. And, yeah. Um, I think the fact that you were able to not only create just an event where all your mates can get together, but a really safe environment for everyone to be able to kind of reach out to each other and have a conversation about things that, let's be honest, 10 years ago when we, were all, when we all started uni isn't something any of us would have done we we wouldn't have had that banded together and had that conversation i think that's a really um credit and testament to yourself and your sort of attitude of being a people person and being able to create that environment as well
1: yeah absolutely like i honestly believe like mental health was i guess once seen as a weakness and it's like it's literally now our biggest strength in uniting us and that's like a, a pretty cool concept to know that i've been a part of that that change so I'm ha- so happy to
0: talk about my experiences. Just if someone else can benefit from it, I guess. All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into it. So, what is it? Um, you said that you uh, you did your ACL. And, yep. and then you fell into de- depression. Yeah, yeah. D- depression and anxiety. I got diagnosed
1: with in mid 2016. Um, so ever since then, I've been taking medication, which which I do, which I find that um, that gives me the strength to. Be able to do things that um are beneficial for me like like fitness and mindfulness and gra- like gratitude journals all that thing all those things that I do for myself just being outside um, I believe that all just stems from me taking medication and then doing those things for myself i think it's it's all a big circle and yeah it's really helped me for sure that's yeah. o- that's awesome
0: do you think it was the um kind of to go back a little bit with yep. with your ACL do you think that, that was the main sort of factor leading to yeah absolutely what it was you were going through
1: yeah so in 2016 i was just like i was just hiding how depressed i was like like doing my knee i literally i couldn't run for 9 months that was so, so i did my knee in like march and then didn't get surgery till december so for like 9 months i was literally just like walking and like clenching my ACL. So I couldn't do any form of exercise at all. And people would ask you, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. It's just a knee. It's just an ACL. But like deep down, I was crying and screaming out that like, this is just so bad. Like I'm in, in a state of like misery here. Um, and I and I was too embarrassed to speak out to anyone. I, I didn't want to be a burden. I didn't want to be a burden on anyone. Um, and yeah, so midway through that year I went um I didn't tell anyone I I kept it all to myself which like I re- regret so much now but I guess times were different back then um and it wasn't even that long ago um I went I went to the doctor and just said like I need I need help like this is what's happened I can't do anything I'm in a state of misery and um, yeah I got diagnosed from that um I've been on the mental health care plan like I've seen psychologists and stuff like that um which which definitely helped just adding to that like a
0: psych's yeah really um a really big help for sure there's um there's two things sort of there that you said that really sort of stand out the first being that um you know you you made the decision which i think is an absolute awesome thing like you you realized you needed some help yep. you were going through something and you couldn't do it alone so you reached out yep. the second was that you kind of felt like you were a burden uh, do you do you have any sort of reasoning behind that looking back now?
1: Yeah, I guess my, um, my stereotype would, uh, that I was like the happy person, you know, like I try and be loud, try and be funny um, sort of at school where I was working and sort of just like in general. And I, and I do love people. I do love being around people and I'm generally happy when I'm around people and doing fun things. It's just – and I didn't want to break that stereotype, I think. Um, does that make sense? Like if your character per se is the happy person – then you don't want to go against against that. Um, where, like, looking back now, you're just like, why didn't I just talk to someone and just go, man, I'm not all right? Like, you know, just telling one person would have been great. You don't have to tell everyone. Um, whereas now, I can literally tell everyone. Like, it,
0: it doesn't it doesn't phase me talking about this because I know that it can help other people. Yeah. And, and was, um, was line and length sort of that first step or did you open up to a couple of people before line and length?
1: Nah, line of length was the first step for me. So literally the first people I the first yeah, people I um told about my depression and anxiety was um when I was spoke in front of like eighty blokes. So yeah, big step. It's a huge step, man. Yeah, if you're gonna go in go all in. Um so yeah, and, and ever since then, you know, it's it's just been like a huge weight off my shoulders. I can't express to like to anyone um how much of a relief it is when you just openly tell people like I've been struggling, I I, I do this, Um, this is what I'm diagnosed with and just voicing it helps so much, I can't express the freedom that that it gives you and then you have a discussion and you might hear strategies that work for other people, other people will reach out and um, help you, yeah it just helps so much just to make it
0: I guess part of the conversation, yeah um you said sort of some strategies uh earlier such as like journaling a bit of mindfulness yep. and making sure you keep up with like physical activity yeah um outside of um obviously we can't recommend drugs or anything like that we're not yep. psychiatrists um, yep. we're not doctors but the sort of stuff that we can recommend are some of those those sort of more um less drug dependent <laughs> strategies yeah absolutely um, what what would you say your like uh top top three sort of things to to help with or your or your um a depression or your anxiety.
1: Yeah, um, a real big thing that had a huge, powerful, positive impact on me was a book called The Resilience Project. It's by Hugh Van Kylenberg. Um and its focus is gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. G E M: gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. Um, so the the concept of gratitude is to just at the at the end of every day write down in a diary three things that went well for you throughout the day and three things that you're looking forward to tomorrow um so i I have a journal i do more than three but like I, i i sit there every night and just write down what went well for me today or what did i love about today not what i'm grateful for what went well for me that day that way you're specifically thinking about over your day and um what's gone well and then also what you're looking forward to tomorrow so writing down you know it could be getting up early for for a coffee it could be you know, catching up with a friend uh, could be listening to your favorite podcast. And I find that I wake up the next morning like excited for that. I don't know how. I don't know the science behind it. I know there is science behind it. But, um, yeah, so that, that's been a, a massive, massive thing for me. Um, also, in this book, um, the mindfulness, what I have, I use the Daily Calm app. And I just set aside 10 minutes for my, my day. Um, just to lie there with headphones on and you literally just do nothing and um, it's so powerful Like just focusing on your breathing and stuff but to start off with the mindfulness I was a bit like I don't really want to go for 10 minutes like I'm busy so I would just listen to sounds and become more present I know it sounds a bit weird but if you're going for a walk or something you you just focus on all the different sounds you might hear like birds, trees, cars Um, and then I found that Make like makes me really present as well. If if I don't want to sit there for ten minutes, Um, so sound is a really good, I guess, cheat um, for mindfulness, and it just clears you clears your lid. It's great. Yeah. And then there's the the empathy focus also just from that book. Um, Essentially, that's just be a good bloke, just get around everyone, you know, Um, get around the weirdos, which I think is a really good attribute that our network of friends has we just get around people and that makes you feel good. If you get
0: around someone, you feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of helping, helping someone kind of helps yourself. In yeah, a way. absolutely. That's awesome. Um, it, is there anything that you'd sort of recommend, like looking back on sort of your journey from 2016 to where you are now, yep. you're, you've, you've come a huge way, man. And what would you, if someone was to hear about line and length the first time, what sort of advice would you give someone? Yeah.
1: Um, you, ca- you come in with an open mind and the, th- the thing about line and length that makes it so powerful is that it's not just a big weekend away with your mates it's about mental health and you're going to talk about some topics that you might not have talked about with, uh, before with your friends or your network of mates so um, what i would tell them is it's going to be about your mental health and everyone's going to embrace you um, and you're going to have to embrace other people as well so you're going to be vulnerable make yourself vulnerable um, and you'll be better for it, and more connected with your friends. That's what I'd say. If you're coming to line at length, and if you, I mean at this stage, it's an, an open, it's an I guess open invite type thing. Um, but we've never had any issues with anyone being disrespectful or anything um, along those lines. So I'm really mindful that we have to keep it that way.
0: We have to keep it, I guess, uniquely ours. I don't think that's just advice for just line and length. I think that's also some really great advice for just dealing with any one of your mates. Um, I mean, you you kind of told the story how you're the people person, you're the funny guy and everyone could relate to you and you didn't want to feel like that burden. So how many of your mates looking from the outside in now do you think might benefit from just that simple conversation of like, hey, is everything all right?
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the people that I've personally invited to line and length um that is specifically for them that the people that have opened up to me have been like come to this i literally have been the only person people have known and come they've come to this event which is like 100 blokes and everyone's just embraced them um and that's that's pretty cool that you can bring like strangers so to speak into this network of of friends and everyone just embraces them it's it's really powerful and then hopefully that person then goes back to their network of friends and opens up and explains what we do and then what can change and just make that uh, conversation more more powerful and that you're not alone like that's that's the big thing if you're struggling with your mental health like you are not alone it's so prevalent i think it's one in one in five australians experience a mental health illness annually one in five annually
0: like that's wild it's, and it was it's like, some pretty insane numbers it
1: was this subject that just wasn't spoken about like why like you know if if, if someone judged me on my mental health like that says more about their character than mine 100% and, and I think that's a philosophy um, that we can use like going forward if, if someone yeah i'd hope that anyone thought that if you got judged for your mental health by someone that's not on you that's on like they're they're a dick you know well
0: they're put a, they're enough man no it's it's entirely on them i i completely agree like enough people go through it now that it should no longer have a steamer attached to it yeah absolutely. it should be something that all of us are encouraging each other to kind of get around and have a conversation yeah i couldn't back that more that's <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome um so yeah like line and length um hopefully covid restrictions this year kind of gets us into it a little bit more and we can actually have the event and get down there and, and get some cricket going and have these awesome conversations that you know you started and you've helped facilitate it'd be good wouldn't it? it'd be good like it, it was really tough
1: um not being able to go well, i guess we should say we go from city to country annually each year and choose a different location this year it's going to be in tumbarumba and we picked tumbarumba because of the bushfires that went through and we've had a a fair few boys from Tumba really getting around this line of length concept. And, um, yeah, we were going to go back and try and inject a heap of money into the town. This is pre COVID with, with the bushfires. And then, um, yeah, I guess that didn't happen this year, unfortunately on Australia day, but, um, hopefully we can get back down there and give that place an injection of, of, of cash. The boys were keen, a big trip from Sydney for you city
0: folk, but, um, it was going to be worth it. Well, it is going to be worth it. It's going to be absolutely awesome, mate. Yeah. Um, to anyone who's listening, if there's one thing that you can kind of take away from this or one, one piece of advice you'd give anyone who's listening, what would it be? Uh, open up to your mates.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely just talk about mental health. If you, if, you, if you know that something's a bit iffy or you're not quite sure, you're not, you're not sure whether you're going to go to a doctor, just talk to your friends um, and listen to their advice. And also that goes to the, the contrary as well. Whereas if, if someone opes, opens up to you, be respectful, listen to them, and then try and probably guide them to professional
0: help if, if you can. I reckon that's that's a good way of doing it. Certainly is some solid advice. And there are some great resources out there if you are unsure of where to sort of direct someone, uh, Headspace, uh, Beyond Blue, um, even the are you Okay sort of website, they're, they're all sort of places where you can find resources to direct someone to or even get in contact with if you need to help, need to get help yourself. So... Um, I, I agree with you, man. I think I think the biggest piece of advice is it's completely okay to not be okay and opening up to your mates is a great avenue to sort of get that sort of healing process started. Oh, yeah, I couldn't
1: agree more. If you go to the professionals, you know, like I'm, I'm not a professional in any of this by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a school teacher just trying to help a few of his mates through a game of cricket and uh, talking about a, a subject that wasn't really spoken about too long ago, so yeah get like get to the professionals um because I reckon they've got more of a clue than me and I can speak from personal experience that it helps like as soon as you open up to a friend and then go to a professional if you need to go to a professional um it's just that it's best feeling like you just feel so much better about yourself and you know that all right we're moving forward now let's get this let's get this going
0: that's great Well, cheers, Kel. I reckon we'll wrap this up now, but I look forward to hearing you on the podcast again at some point. Mate, make sure you have me back. That was great, mate. Really enjoyed that. Cheers,
1: fellas.